Money News, the market wrap. Now, gains in discretionary and tech stocks were offset by falls across the energy sector today. The ASX 200 finishing up just nine points to 7,652. The attention of investors was on the looming merger between the US-based Alcoa and the local aluminium producer Alumina. I called it the wrong word earlier. Alumina. Alumina, I said, Alumina. Alcoa has valued Alumina at $3.3 billion, representing a premium of 19.5% on the average share price over the last year. And that valuation sent share prices climbing 6.9% to $1.09. The online retailer Kogan is back after riding the ups and downs of COVID and then the retail slump, today reinstating the, the dividend and returning to profitability. So shares gained a whopping 23.7% to $7.57. Aussie Broadband acquisition of a 20% stake in its rival Superloop saw shares climb 2% to $4.62. Pubs and hotel operator Endeavour saw its net profit down 3.6% to $351 million, with shares down to $5.08. And there were drops as well for Woodside, Santos and Yankol in the energy sector. So along for the Monday look at earnings is Elio D'Amato from Stockopedia. Elio, welcome to you. Oh, g'day, Deborah. I just woke up. If I missed much, I would have known this time of year usually. It's leisurely, isn't it? As if, as if you can dream. <laughs> but the big news in companies today wasn't even a story around results, but Alcoa set to take over Illumina. I'll get it right this time. Is that going to affect operations? Look, that's a really good point. I mean, it's a big deal. It's some $3.3 billion. And, of course, this is going to better at IL. You know, the American partner, Alcoa, to basically control the Borsite mining market here in Australia, although that, yeah, and Illumina, of course. Uh, but uh, that said, uh, they're refining at the moment uh, from Portland. It's actually losing money. So it's not necessarily the greatest deal, which is why the board of Al- uh, Illumina have rolled over and let their belly being scratched. So, look, the consolidated ownership of the AWAC portfolio of assets uh, basically... 60% of that is owned by Alcoa, 40 is owned by Illumina. Now, that acronym, folks, for those that aren't keeping up with the lingo, is the Alcoa World Illumina Chemicals uh, or joint venture, let's call it that, um, uh, and to which uh, that AWAC owns that 55% in that Portland uh, aluminium uh, smelter. Now, all this said and done, I expect this deal to go through. Are we telling investors to partake? No, we're not, because why? The question really is, why has it taken so long? I mean, the US dollar's been quite strong. The Aussie's been smashed, as well as the price of Borzai, which has been slaughtered. So, in effect, this is perfect timing. Unless you want to make your accountant some money, (laughs) um, really just sell on the market in our view and pay your normal taxes rather than trying to get fiddly. Because, of course, it's an all-script offer. You're going to get um, Alcoa shares. The share price has dropped over 50% to its high in 2018. It's uncalculable since the high pre-GFC. Now, that's an acronym to remember yes. uh, for those of you old enough that can. And, uh, yeah, so, look, in our view, a good day for shareholders. But, to be honest, the moot point relative to the broader world is it going to impact our market, in our view, unlikely. Now, I've just spoken with NIB's Mark Fitzgibbon, but all the insurance companies have been getting a really good ride of late. QBE mm. up 10% over the last year, Suncorp up 20%, IAG 30%. This run, is it expected to continue? Yeah, look, we're a poof thing from record highs. And, of course, that's when the calls go bananas and everyone starts worrying about what's happening. And insurance companies are one of those. Look, Quite a few months ago, had you been a client of ours, Deborah, you would have heard the, the idea that 
when things are really, really bad, when there's a bad natural event, that is the time to invest in insurers because they get this natural kick where they can lift premiums higher in order to compensate for the losses they incur. Now, throw in 13 consecutive rate rises, plus the rise of cost of doing everything. And to be honest, times don't get this good for insurance companies ever, to be frank. I mean, look at Suncorp's results. Um, yeah, that was another great result if you take out the banking business. Yes. Um, and that's why, you know, well, I'm not going to pick, you know, numbers in regards to, you know, picking and choosing your timing, but it seems to be a quite a sweet spot uh, for them at the moment. And that's why they want that insurance company. So, look, notwithstanding that we hate them, we need them. <laughs> and because of that fact, and because they've got regulated price increases effectively, they're really a space you need to be in. I mean, if that cyber crisis couldn't keep a private health insurer like uh, Medibank Private down, then how's it going to keep the remainder of the sector down? Of course it won't. So, um, yeah, investors are ca uh, counting the extra cash they're making from rising rates, assuming they remain at this level. If they come back a bit, well, we'll have a different discussion then. Yeah, a lot of activity and a lot of feedback from our listeners, which we'll get to shortly. Elio, always good to talk. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, great, Deborah. Thank you very much. Bye now. Elio D'Amato there from Stockopedia.